Welcome to the Real Happy Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann, the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life. And today on episode number 27, we'll be talking to Sybil. Sybil's going to be sharing her story about skinny shaming and giving us some helpful tips on how we can encourage other young girls who are going through the same thing. But before we jump into this episode, I wanted to make sure that you knew about my mommy affirmations. To help you keep a positive mindset, these little helpful reminders will give you something to look at during the day, either on your desk or in your planner, and they are absolutely free. So make sure you head over to realhappymom.com affirmations to get yours today. Now let's jump into episode number 27 with Sybil. Welcome to the podcast, Sybil. I'm happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Now, before we get into our topic that I have been waiting to talk to you about, I just wanted you to share a little bit about yourself with the listeners because I know a little bit about you, but I just want everyone else to know a little bit more. All right. All right. So my name is Sybil, a.k.a. Mom Jones, and um, I am a Tennessee gal born and raised in East Tennessee. I love my volunteers. Go Big Orange. I have been married for 16 years. I'm married to a U.S. Naval officer, and we actually met in college at the University of Memphis. All my papers say a tiger. I'm a tiger alum, but um, my, my blood runneth orange. <laughs> I'm a mother of three beautiful and amazing girls. I'm the owner of a crazy, silly Maltese named Carlos Monato Jones, and i um, I am random. I am super random and I love life. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> yes, I like it. That does describe you very well. You explain that you share a lot of your experience and struggles on Mamas and Coffee. And one of the things that you talk about is body shaming, which is what we'll be talking about today. And in particular, I know I hear a lot about body shaming for plus size women, but you actually have a different perspective of body shaming where you're on the whole other side of the spectrum as a skinny girl. So what are some of the comments that you hear the most and how does, how do those comments make you feel when you're growing up as a skinny girl? Oh, okay. So I heard a lot of nonsense growing up with comments as well as now as an adult. But one of the things that people used to always say, and they still say it to me, uh, which I end up looking at them cross-eyed, is, do you ever eat? You know, and I'm thinking, (laughs) yeah, I eat. I can eat you out of a house and home, okay? You see that I'm a living, breathing human being, so I'm I'm eating something, right? I'm 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 getting nutrients. I've got to fuel my body. So um, that is one of the comments that I would hear a lot. I would hear I would be called names, you know, olive oil and Twiggy, and you're gonna blow away with the wind, and um, just really mean things that a lot of people would think they were being funny but it was very hurtful. Uh, So I would probably have to say that the one comment is just about eating overall. Go eat a burger. You know, Mm -hmm. why are you saying that to me? And why is that the first thing that you 
feel the need to say when we first meet. That is is really crazy that you say that because I remember hearing people say some of those same things to some other girls and I thought nothing of it. Oh, they're skinny. Everybody wants to be skinny. Like, you know, it's okay in my head. Mm -hmm. I didn't think anything of it. But to hear some of the stories that you'll share later, just hearing how it really affects you and how it really bothers um, you, especially if you're hearing it all the time, like, hey, yeah, that's not okay to say those things. Not everyone is okay with their body as far as being skinny because I guess at least in our society being slim and slender is I guess more desirable and more people want to be slim versus being you know either overweight or curvy I guess so it really took me back like I said to those younger days when I would hear the people talk about the skinny girls and I felt I feel bad now because I didn't know (laughs) people don't think comments being made to a skinny person affects them because society paints being skinny as a glamorous lifestyle but you know for me I think it was I was more on the too skinny side you know and it really affected. It affected me mentally and emotionally. I hit it, but it affected me. <laughs> now, can you share with us some of your experiences when you're at your lowest point when it comes to body shaming and then how you're able to overcome it? Because I'm sure you're not the only skinny girl out there that is dealing with this or has a daughter that's dealing with this. So I just want to hear some of your ways that you were able to overcome. It took me years a long time to learn to love my body for what it is. This is the body God blessed me with. There is absolutely nothing I can do to change my body. Uh, One of the lowest points that I had, and it really, looking back, it was stupid, but I didn't understand at that time of my life. Um, You know how I said earlier, people would always make comments about eating. Just eat, eat, eat. If you eat, you'll gain Mm -hmm. weight, right? And that's what I did. And this is something that I have not shared with anyone. My husband knows about it um, only because it, it happened twice. It happened when I was in high school. And then it happened again in my early to mid-20s, shortly after we were married, actually. It, you know, I was raised just by my mom. Um, I had an aunt that was very involved in my life, my grandmother, very involved in my life. And they were great support. And, you know, I would always hear that I was beautiful and to love myself and not to worry about comments that people said. And that's easier said than done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I say those things to my kids and I understand that it's easier said than done. But one thing that I started doing because I wanted people to accept me and entering high school, right? You, you want little boys to like you mm-hmm. and little boys would always say, you're pretty, but you're too skinny. Then I had girls. Well, if you eat, you know, that was, that was the word you need to eat. You need to eat. And I was eating, but in my mind, I wasn't eating enough. So I, I did begin to eat and I would stuff myself. And 
you know, if you're stuffing yourself, they eventually come back up. So I would eat and eat and then I would throw up and I would eat and eat and I would throw up. And I did this and my mom didn't know I was doing it. And probably this will be the first time that my mom will know that I did this if she, if she listens to this. Uh, luckily for me, I didn't do it long. It was only for a few weeks because I realized it wasn't healthy. But in doing that, there's so many other health problems that could have came about. And I did it again when I was older because I, as an adult, I still had adults saying things to me about being skinny, how I needed to gain weight. And I would do it while my husband was deployed. Eat, 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 and puke. Eat, 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 and puke. And I said, you know, Sybil, this isn't good. You cannot do this. You have to learn to love yourself. And I always loved myself. I, you know, I look, I love me some me, okay? <laughs> but I had to not allow other people's words and their insecurities to come into my world. And it mm. took a lot of conversations with myself. I talked to myself a lot, okay? <laughs> it took a lot of conversations with myself. But as a mom with three daughters who are skinny and the comments that are said to them, it takes me back to those few weeks of my life. It was hard. It was hard. I didn't understand why people were being mean to me. I didn't understand why people were saying the things that they were saying to me. Why are you saying these words to me about my body that I can't control? And so, yeah, that was kind of, that was, that was one of the lowest points in my life. And it was hard. And it's hard, you know, sharing this with you mm -hmm. <laughs> and really putting myself out there because for people that said things to me and still say things to me, I do want them to know that their words did affect me. Even though I still smile through everything every day, it affected me. And I, as a mom with my daughters now, I see it affecting them. And my mom was there, but I just, I felt like I was bothering her by going to her every day, telling her the pain that I was feeling, you know? So, and mm -hmm. being an only child, I didn't have a sibling to talk to. I had friends, but then my friends would give backhanded comments as well sometimes. And I had some friends mm -hmm. that didn't, but I just felt like I was bothering them. So I just internalized it all. And at 41 years old, actually saying what my lowest point was when it came to body shaming, it is a great release. So, <laughs> so sorry. Good. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that was good. And thank you so much for, for sharing and being open with that. Because like I said, a lot of times people don't really think what they're saying is hurtful because they mm -hmm. think, oh, someone is, loves, probably loves being skinny because everybody wants to be skinny. So this shouldn't bother her too much. But it really does affect people when you make those type of comments. So I'm glad that you're able to share that be, to show that, you know, this is really affecting me and how 
it really took you um, to that lowest point. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Now Mm -hmm. um, you were starting to talk a little bit about your daughters now, because that was one thing that I was just curious about how you're able to help them because you said you have three girls now and um, they're kind of going through some of the same things that you were going through as far as the comments that were made. So what do you say to encourage your daughters when those comments come up and they start to get hurt more on the inside and they can't cover up their hurt anymore? I have six words that I live by and I am trying to teach my children to live by. And I will say I have six words that I, I took and it's part of my business slogan and I trademarked it. So it's, it's, it has the nice R beside it. It is registered trademark, you know. Um, <laughs> nice. And, uh, I, I just have to throw that in there. I'm sorry. My randomness there. <laughs> um, know you, be you, love you. I tell my kids those six words every morning as they walk out this door. I have in my office, on the back wall of my office, that is on my wall. Know you, be you, love you. No matter what anyone says to you or they try to do to you, when you know yourself, when you are being yourself and you love yourself, there's nothing they can do. Hold your Mm -hmm. head up high and love you. Love you. We're new to our area because with military, you know, we, we move a lot. And the first mm-hmm. few weeks of school were tough, right? Kids entering a new school. You have one that's entering high school. High school alone is difficult. Early in this school year, I would hear a lot about how little boys would make comments about her body, about her size. And as mom, right? I wanted to go beat up our little boys. I didn't want to tell her daddy <laughs> because, you know, that's his baby girl. One day she came home and Tony, she just broke down and it hurt. Mm. It hurt so bad because it took me back to when I was in high school and I would go talk to mama and it, I realized the pain that my mom felt for me. Mm-hmm. And I felt helpless. I, you know, I, I was like, I don't know. Like I was trying to think, how do I help her? I said, sweetie, don't, don't look for validation from no little boy. Okay. I'm going to say it like that. That's, that's a little bit off of talking about body shaming, but young ladies, <laughs> let me just say, this. this is my randomness. I'm sorry. Don't look for no little boy to validate you. Know your, your worth, love yourself. So I talked to her about it. And, you know, she talked about, you're like, you're, you're skinny. You don't have a butt. You don't have boobs. I'm looking at her and I'm thinking to myself, you have more of a shape than I did at 14. (laughs) Right. So I was really confused. I was really confused. And I said, don't worry about that, baby girl. You're beautiful. They need to get to know you your heart mm-hmm. and your mind. Intelligent child, extremely intelligent, extremely loving, caring. If they don't want to get to know you, you don't need to know them. Move on. This was day after day after day. And she was getting it from the little fellas and from female friends. And 
I just, you know, I took her out one day, just the two of us, and I shared with her how the comments that people would make to me growing up, it's, you know, as a teenager. And of course, she's like, you're old. It's no, 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 no. Those, those are the same comments. <laughs> the things they say to you, honey, they said to me. Don't make the mistake that mm -hmm. I made of being a grown woman realizing that you are beautiful. Now, I always knew I was beautiful, but, you know, being skinny just wasn't cool for me. I said, understand that you need to be happy. I said, because the people that are saying these things to you, they're insecure about themselves. And mm -hmm. so every day, those six words, know you, be you, love you. That is what I say to them. I encourage them to, you know, do mirror talks, talk to themselves. You know, they think I'm crazy with that. But um, she has started <laughs> doing it, and she's like, okay. I said, yes. I said, you've got to get in your own mind that you are a beautiful young lady. Don't, don't listen to this mess with body shaming. It, body shaming is real across the board. And I told her, I said, mm -hmm. if you hear someone trying to body shame others, you let them know that mess isn't cool. It ain't cool because you know how it feels. And so now I have a child. She, she don't care anymore at all, <laughs> which is a beautiful <laughs> thing. It's a beautiful thing. Good. Um, but, you know, I have two more that are coming up behind her. They're, they're skinny gals. They get it as well, but it's a little different. You know, once you hit that, that teenage years, it's a little, the kids come in with you a little harsher, mm -hmm. but you know, I just tell them, love yourself, homie. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about other folks. <laughs> nice. Now, you kind of shared a little bit about it, but what's one thing that you want moms in particular to know about body shaming skinny girls? Moms, to stop, pause, think about it. The same energy that you put into teaching your kids about body shaming when it comes to Big girls and guys, I want you to put that same energy in the teaching about skinny shaming. It hurts and it affects skinny people the same way. Emotionally, self-esteem, a lot of people don't think, and I've had this said to me, this is why I'm going to throw this in here for moms. You know, it's different because you're skinny. It's different because your kids are skinny. It doesn't hurt them the same. They don't have the same mm -hmm. feelings. No, they do. They do. We're human beings. So I tell people all the time, because I used to talk about anti-bullying and self-esteem. Mm -hmm. It's never bullying, body shaming. All of those things are never going to go away. It's always going to be there. But we have to teach our children how to cope with words. But I think that as moms, if we talk about the effects of body shaming as a whole, it will help our youth understand their words and their actions to everyone, how it may affect them. So you're wanting, you're wanting moms to just more so open up on um, conversations and, and talk to their kids and let them know that, you know, this isn't cool. Like you don't talk about people that kind of way. Yeah, because a lot of times, like, like I have been out with my kids and I've had other moms say, oh, my gosh, 
all of y'all are just so skinny. Look, look, she's so skinny. Your your daughter, look at, oh my gosh, she's just little. Her arms are so little. Her legs are so little. But look at mom. <laughs> mom is a, well, you're saying that in front of your kid, which is, to me, giving them permission to now, for them to say it. And you're not even thinking about how that is affecting my child. Because if we're just real, if I can just be real for a moment, mm -hmm. if I took my three skinny kids and approached a, a big woman with her kids and said, oh my gosh, look, they're so fat, right? I would be mm -hmm. a royal <laughs> Yes. <beast. laughs> Right. I mean, I'm just I'm just going to be real. I'm just I'm just being real. Yes. And it's for whatever reason, it's OK to approach skinny folks and say that. But it's not. I, I recently joined a skinny gal group because I wanted to start writing more about skinny shaming. And I said, let me just sit back and read some of the, the post. Right. The stories they would share, because, you know, in your mind, in my mind, I'm thinking, is it just me? Am I been sensitive? Am I been sensitive? Mm -hmm. Like all these years, am I just been sensitive? And as I read the comments, and these are women, all ages, teenagers, adults, you know, whatever. And their stories, the pain, it hurts. I did a guest article um, a couple of years ago about body image and I submitted it. I was the only person that wrote about skinny shaming, right? And mm -hmm. um, I realized it after I read all the other posts that were submitted. I had a grandmother reach out. She messaged me and didn't know the lady and she thanked me for the article and she had her granddaughter read it because her granddaughter had started cutting, cutting. Mm -hmm. And if you guys don't know what I mean with cutting, cutting her wrist because of the daily torment of being called names and poked fun of for being skinny. It starts to mess with your mind. So there's this, this, the exact same emotional effects as someone walking up to someone and calling them fat. Society, ex society accepts you saying that we're skinny. But again, like I said, we're royal bees if we say someone is fat. I'm not going to call you. I see, Look, you see me? You see I'm a skinny woman. I'm a bucko seven. I've been a bucko seven all my life. And I'm <laughs> proud to say that I've been a bucko seven all my life after having three kids. But when society says it's it's acceptable to to poke fun of me, but it's not acceptable to poke fun of other sizes, mm, no, it's not. It's not. Mm -hmm. You see me, I'm a skinny lady. I see you, you fat. I, you see me, I'm black. I see you, you're white, you're Hispanic, you're Asian, whatever. The facts are the facts. That's it. But why is it okay that you can just walk up to me and say, oh my gosh, it's windy today. You're going to be blown away. Those are things that have been said to me. Mm -hmm. Those are things that are said to my kids and it hurts. And as mom, as a mom, I see that pain. And I will tell you, one of my biggest fears is knowing that what my lowest point was, I don't want my daughter 
none of my daughters to, to do that. My lowest point wasn't the lowest of the low. I don't want my children to, to start cutting because of things that are said to them about their body. I tell them every day, know you, be you, love you, homegirl. Now, thank you so much for sharing that because you answered one of my questions I was going to ask you about, but you just oh, kind of sorry. It all <laughs> up into one. No, it was good. It was good. So thank you so much for being open and sharing that because like I said, a lot of times we don't know how powerful our words are and how much it can hurt people. So it's good to hear you share that and share how it is affecting your daughters too as well. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now, before we sign off, I have a question I ask all of my guests, and that is, if you have, could have any superpower, what would it be? Ooh, okay. If I had a superpower, I want to be invisible to spy on folks. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I'm nosy. Look, I'm nosy. I'm nosy. <laughs> I, I actually like to say I'm concerned. I'm not nosy. I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned. Um, but y'all, for real, if a superpower would be to be invisible. So mm-hmm. I could just spread a little bit of random love and sunshine in people's lives as I'm being concerned <laughs> of what's going on. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> nice. Now, Sybil, where can our listeners find you and learn more about you online? Well, mamasandcoffee.com M-A-M-A-S I always and I know I spell that out because I have people be like mommy I'm like no mamas mamasandcoffee.com I'm also on I have a Facebook group that can be found mamas and coffee and on social media I'm at mom Jones. that's where I am on social media well, thank you. Thank you. We'll make sure we keep or get all of those links in the show notes. So make sure that you check those out there. Now, so we'll thank you so much again for coming on and sharing all of this with us. I know it was difficult for you. So I really appreciate you being honest and opening up to us today. Well, thank you for having me. So that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. I want to thank Sybil again for being so open and honest with us and sharing this little secret with us that she hasn't shared with a lot of her friends and family members. Now to find the links that Sybil mentioned, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com 27. But before you do that, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that you are notified about the next episode that's coming up. And next week on episode number 28, I'll be talking to Michaela. This is another pretty heavy topic, but this is one that I am so excited to share with you. She'll be sharing her story about grief and child loss. I know it sounds like something you may not want to listen to, but I promise you this is a good one. So make sure you stick around with us and I'll catch you in the next one.